go. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios via the Rocky Mountain West, the Queen City of the Plains, a mile higher than the rest, a purple mountain of majesty jammed between the nation's golden breasts. This is the South Stands Denver Fancast. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. The videographer responsible for the deaths of several radio stars, Brandon Perda. Yeah, killed him. And your host, John Brady. Second best. Yeah. So nice, we did it twice. John Retail. Wow. Um, yeah, now that looks right because everything's Woo! everything's blowing up. So take two uh, is take, your nickname. Take two. Take two. Uh, South Stand. Welcome to the South Stands Denver Fancast, everybody. Well, seems, Fifteen minutes of our lives. It we'll seems never get like back. a it seems like a common theme Woo! that uh, we seem to have to redo things and re-record and stumble through it. But uh, come back the next day. I come back the next day. Things like that. Uh, it seems like we got to figure it out now. We um, we were recording and I kept going. Why am I so much louder than everyone else? And and uh, it all sounded great. And then we realized, oh, we weren't recording. And we were recording to the computer and the little the little dinky microphone that's there. And it sounded like hell. It was an awesome, awesome first fifteen minutes. Let me tell you, you guys really missed it. Brandon, wasn't it? It was pretty good. Wasn't I was it? I was so funny those first fifteen. Oh, minutes. you were masterful. Like, I'm we're never gonna. Nobody's ever gonna hear. And John, I felt like you were at your very best. I was. I was. I was at my peak. I yeah. thought we and all did a really good job. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. And Scott, we stood out. Like I, a, I killed we, it. Right. Right. We we did. With, yeah. with I mean, my you, Tom Brady hate. I mean, uh, it was. You're like the Chris it was Hogan. Magical. It was absolutely um, magical. We were. We we did talk a little Super Bowl, and uh, we decided that. You know, you probably already talked about the Super Bowl enough, so you you don't need to you don't need to hear our our um, awesome takes on it. Although that there was some there was some mention of the the easy D that that Tom had had seen. Tom had witnessed some easy D, and he, just uh, like Captain Bronco, he, t- he took advantage of it. <laughs> Step, so. Stepped right up. Um, but yeah, so that that was that was what we talked about. It was it was really good. So that, well, and I really say, didn't, miss, didn't miss much. I really. want to say again for honestly the best football game I've ever seen, and I think that's the. Really, the takeaway from the Super Bowl, and I'm thinking, guys, I'm thinking, maybe I've been to the mountaintop, and maybe it's time to, uh, maybe it's time to give up football. Whoa, really? Why? Well, it's mm. never going to get any better than that. I mean, that was the most exciting Super Bowl of all time. I, maybe we've reached peak football. As I was saying, I had been burned out, and that's why I was said I wasn't going to watch it, and I only watched the second half. I was kind of burned out. The NFL was a little. A little disappointing this year. Do you do you do you feel the same way, Brandon, or do, or are you uh, just give me more football in my veins? Um, I wouldn't say it's disappointing, but I've heard that a lot this year. For a lot of people, were not happy with the games every week, uh, especially in the playoffs. I personally like blowouts. Um, I like being able to relax after. Sure. I don't know after blowout after twenty one nothing. Yeah. Um, but I look forward to the end of every football season so I can relax on making videos. Like doing the the video reviews are a grind. So how many I, are I you doing the, a week? Uh, it depends. I mean, I'm still gonna do like f- probably three to four videos every week. But when you're reviewing a game, it's just a it's a ton of work, and um, like 
getting away from having to watch the game and then rewatch it, pull all the clips, Ugh. then put together a whole thing where I can just like find a, a news story and just make a few dick jokes about that and slap a, a video together is is a bit easier. So how long does a uh, like a five let's say a five minute video that you do about a game is it's going to take you like an hour, two hours, three hours? How long does that that take you to put? Like together? for the the normal Bronco reviews, those take all day. That's like fourteen straight hours of work after watching the game and taking notes. Jeez. So, um, but. In the playoffs, I reviewed the games a lot more loosely, and those are probably, you know, four to six hours to bang out a video or two. It just depends and, on how detailed. And all these videos get. you see at That's Good Sports, right? At That's Good Broncos. I made sure we plugged that immediately this time. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, how many cha- how many channels do you oversee on YouTube? Uh, just two. I, I have That's Good Sports, and then I did a second one this season. That's Good Broncos because. The NFL gave me a copyright strike like in preseason, and I was like, oh, shit. If you get three of those, they'll take your channel down. No. Oh. So um, I was like, well, if I have to have it happen, I want it to happen to not my main channel. What did you do to violate that? Same thing I've been doing the entire time. Just, just it's showing using, clips. Yeah, it's showing clips. But like, there's a gray area with fair use. Like, If you're reviewing, uh, you know, a piece of art or whatever you can comment on it as long as you're not using the whole thing but sports think they think they get to play by a different set of rules and there's never been like a clear sort of uh path for anybody to kind of they know. don't know exactly what's going to set them yeah. off yeah and usually what they'll do is the NFL will just claim your video which mm. means they'll just take all the money it makes oh so i was fine with that yeah but the strikes are different on youtube so yeah, so then if you get three strikes... Yeah. And, you're, yeah. and they, it expired, and what they do is you get a strike, it disables live streaming. So I couldn't live stream until mid-November for my channel, which sucked because I wanted to do that. And then a week later, I got a different strike for a uh, community guidelines violation because I reviewed the, the video with the Buffalo Bills fan who took the, <laughs> the shot out of the girl's ass. <laughs> And, like, that video is all over yeah. YouTube, but oh, yeah. for whatever reason, they they disabled my bullshit See, for it. See, you're becoming too high profile. See, the NFL's Why aware Why wasn't of even it. the most viewed one, either? There's, like, that, that there's a channel called The Fumble, and that, their video has, like, 300,000 views on it, and... The ass is still there. So, so Anybody who needs to see is it. Is there, like, a secret sauce to... Uh, get away with that like if you only use like three seconds of a clip no. or you just don't i mean know there there's some things like you can do to get around some other things that i'll tell you after okay. <laughs> well but it's that's fair it's the it's the thing that i think we've talked about on here and i know a lot of other people have discussed it they uh the nfl's like super stingy about their product and a lot of other leagues are kind of like, oh yeah, go ahead. Oh, more people, the NBA is awesome. Yeah, more people, it. more people can see it. Yeah, the NBA is like that. Yeah, more people can see it. Cool, we we we're okay with it. And the NFL is like, nope, you can't even can't even yeah, show a shred of it. They're stupid. Um, the NBA is kind of cool. Like, so my channel signed through a, a multi-channel network, um, and it's called uh, I think the ones like Playmaker NBA Playmakers. So I can use NBA footage on mm. my channel, um, and they give me access to clips. I haven't done it yet, but the only thing is the NBA takes 80% of the money you make on oh. those videos. Ah. So 
that's, they've already got their hand in your pocket. Yeah, but the NFL should be doing that too. Sure, it would save them a lot of headache. But what I've heard is their deals with television stations is what makes them have to be proactive about trying to seek out. Um, because television doesn't want the internet to ruin television, even though they're all one and the same now. Yeah, exactly. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, that's that's wild. I would think you know. I would just think that they. And obviously, you know, you can't if if you're showing like ten minutes of a hockey game, I think people might be like, "Hey, that's not cool." But if you're going to show a, a couple goals here and there, I think it's probably fine. Same with football; it uh, it would think that they, it would give more people uh, some eyes on it. But you know, hey, what what do I know? I'm not a multi billion dollar corporation like the like the NFL. Exactly, and the president. It's a good thing. Good thing I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, you know, and we were talking. We when the part that the, the glorious part that that didn't. Uh, that oh, didn't it was make so it. it was so good! <laughs> God, man. Man. Um, we were at our entertaining best. We were talking. We, we, we were talking about Lady Chris. Gaga and the and the, the the show and how much great, great how, how much we liked it. Um, those are those are you know always kind of seem to be filmed in a certain way. And you, since you know about filming stuff like that, are they filmed that way because of what they're working? You know, they always seem to have the same tracking shots is it because of what they're working with and the space that that's there or is there other ways to like make those like maybe cinematically better do you see what i mean by like that the, the live shows yeah yeah i, I mean i don't know a lot about shooting live performances but um yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't fucking know <laughs> that's that's an I honest would, answer i was gonna try to say something but it's I, I kind of know where you're coming from, though, and I think they have to have a lot of those cameras on tracks yeah. and on wires. Tracks, and, wires, uh, jibs, uh, all that stuff. Well, I'm just impressed that you know she can like run through a crowd of people and and sing and do all that and not trip over someone. You know, I think that would be um, that would have been interesting if she had tripped and fall. I would have. Fallen. So I mean, yeah, really, that just not tripping over someone is quite a. It, thing. It's it's quite a thing. So, um, well, listen, we. Since we blew our of that already, we're we're let's let's cut this one short and we'll just keep this rolling so we don't have to keep Brandon here all night. You so. should you should put the the first segment up as a bonus section. Ooh, I will. The, I, the, the hard to hear to the to hard to hear bonus I, I segment. Did, I did save it, so I saved there you it. Go. And, and, and uh, so I just thought I'll keep it and maybe we'll put that at the very end. Very and, end, or it's an Easter egg that yeah, you have to find. We'll do it. We'll do it. A, we'll do it at undetermined length after the regular show ends, and then you can suffer through it because what it is, it's basically. It, here's what it sounds like. Here's here's Brandon. Here's Brandon. And, and, and then me. Ah, like that. So that's that's basically what it sounds like. So if you want to find it, enjoy. We'll we'll leave it on there for you. So, so good though. It's it was good. It was good. So Man, we really talked about the Super Bowl. Let's take a quick yeah. break and we'll get into the second quarter for real this time, right after this. So as I mentioned, the first time we recorded the first period, I stopped by Rosedale Tavern and picked up some wings for the Super Bowl. And I have to recommend, folks, give this a try. Takeout wings are just one of the many, many things that, of course, you can 
can benefit your life if you visit the Rosedale Tavern and let them know the South Stand sent you right there at Evans and Downing. Uh, but no, I picked up the smoked then fried wings. I went with the uh, I went with the garlic hound. And I went with the Chipotle and the Buffalo. And uh, really, honest to God, best wings in Denver. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that claim that. Smoked and fried, that's the key. And, of course, let's not forget oysters, happy hour. Everything you could be looking for in a neighborhood tavern. Craft beers, John. I know Mm. you love craft beers. And they do everything they can to source locally so that uh, everything produce etc fresh as fresh can be please visit the rosedale and tell them the south stand sent you i don't think it's i have questions was the outcome sunday the most shocking one in america since at least november <laughs> did the way the super bowl played out feel to most americans like eight years of obama followed by three weeks of trump Is it too late for Roger Goodell to have Tom Brady impeached? With the Cavs, the Cubs, Trump, and the Patriots all having won in the last year, is it reasonable to expect America's next champion to be Plague of Locusts? Is Bill Belichick so devoted to white guys on offense that he named the black one white? (laughs) Did John Elway hire a strong offensive coordinator in Mike McCoy so that Vance Joseph wouldn't have to use his playbook, if you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> and does that playbook include such trick plays as the steam room student poke and the unwelcomed boner rub? <laughs> now that football season's over, will Cecil Lammy pick up a few more hours at GameStop? Doesn't the fact that Robin Carlin moved to Texas mean that we're entitled to the lovely Tony Romo in return? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971, motherfucker! I love the ECD. What the fuck is us? Ain't the place to be. Coming on the mic is easy, motherfucking D. Jay is on the beat. Yellow's on the cut. So listen up close while we rip shit up. Shit up, shit up. Well, I'm easy E, I got bitches galore. You might have a lot of bitches, but I got much more. With my super duper group coming out the street. We might be too loud. Not right now. I'm just saying in general, looking at this, that might be the problem. It might be the issue. Just Easy D. <laughs> that is that is some easy D right there, baby. What the fuck is with this guy anyway, dude? Who Trump? Yeah. He's 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 what he's, is his fucking problem? He has dementia. Oh my god. He he has well, he's dementia. He's a classic narcissist. I mean, he it's, is it's on Twitter arguing with world leaders leaders on Twitter. He and the president of Mexico are going back and forth in a Twitter battle. A Twitter battle. What the fuck? I I yeah. think he's basically. I think he he said, look. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be president. I'm going to do my thing and fuck oh with people. God. And, and he, fuck and, everybody. And he said, he said, you give, you do whatever you want and, uh, and I'll sign it and just let me do my thing. I saw a guy today. His, his quote was that, um, he said, if, if they, if they just put stuff in front of him and he signs it, they'll, they'll leave him alone to, uh, so they don't harsh his grift. 
And I was like, Harsh's grift is perfect because it's like Harsh and Yermel, you know? They don't want to Harsh's grift because he's on the grift. He wants to make as much money. He can take as much as he can, and he's just going to sign whatever. So they're doing something over here. He's fighting with the, you know, the, the, um, he's fighting with the Prime Minister of Australia over here. I, I'm sure I'm not the first one to think this, but doesn't the name Bannon just make the best evil character? Like something uh. right out of Batman, right? Well, there's Race Bannon. Eve the evil Bannon. Well, Race Bannon was a good guy from Johnny Quest. I think oh. he's from Johnny Quest. So Sounds like a bad guy to me. Yeah, Race Bannon is Bannon. a good guy. Um, it's like a cop, like a bad like a bad cop. Cop's gone bad. So, so I looked up the term narcissism. So uh, narcissism is the pursuit of gratification from vanity or egotistic admiration of one's own attributes. Oh, yeah. well. There it is. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Sounds about right. <laughs> I read something that like a, a psychologist or psychiatrist or whoever does that shit yeah. diagnosed him with like a very specific form of narcissism. That's like a step above it. It's like super narcissism. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh, it's got to be... He's so, got to have the best. Though. Yeah, he's have yeah the best. exactly. It's very, very I, good narcissism. And I wish I would have remembered what it was for winner, this podcast. Winner but, narcissism. Well, yeah. well, it was funny as he said uh, when, when you know, Nordstrom was, was pulling his daughter's, you know, crap from the shelves and whatnot, and he was like... He's like, this is unfair. She is a very good person. She is always trying to get me to do the right thing. And it was like, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Hold <laughs> on a second. What about the, right now? Dude, yeah, she's what? the de facto first lady, by the way. Uh, I, I, and, I believe and, and so. quite a looker, by the way. But you, he is a businessman, right? That's his whole claim to fame. He's got to understand that if you're Nordstrom, the last thing any woman wants to see on a blouse is the word Trump. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> man. Come on. Um, I will say, because I always remember that... Uh, Adam Carolla always he did The Apprentice and everything, and he they would say like, oh you know come on Trump this was years ago, and, and they would say oh Trump you know come on that guy's full of shit whatever, and he said, and then they said oh you know he you know he, he hates women and stuff, and he always said well he goes he did something right with her because he said she's really sharp she's very smart and um, and he's he's very proud of her because anything that comes out of him that you know is halfway successful is is really something to toot his horn about but uh he always said that that she was very very sharp and and um you know and pretty with it so i believe that yeah she's constantly going to him and going um hey dad you dad. know dude you gotta no 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 well, i guess there was one specific instance where uh there was a a federal a federal mandate regarding um, federal mandate, huh? Sounds like something that would happen down at Trax. It regarded, it regarded mandates. No, it had to do with gay federal employees and and some you know something healthcare related or some other thing. And apparently, this particular uh, mandate he was going to overturn, and she convinced him. I saw Sid Ziegler yeah, tweeting about I this what you're talking about. on Twitter. So there was at least a, on at least one measure dealing with gay rights. So, they, so maybe she squared him up. Maybe if everyone starts boycotting her and they're not going to sell her shit, she's going to turn and be like, "You know what? Fuck all of you people. I'm going to let him I'm going to let him burn the place down." So everyone buy go buy her stuff. Just please buy her stuff. It would be awesome happy. if she were the president instead of him. And you could buy like presidents, president posters with her like waxing, <laughs> waxing a Corvette or uh, something. She she doesn't do her. His wife does president that. Ivanka. His wife does that. Ivanka hasn't done any sexy sexy poses. She like doesn't that. have to. She's pretty. She's pretty <laughs> easy on the eyes. Yeah. Um, well, a, anyway, speaking Melania of Melania was like a. She was like an 
escort, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she looks like, like a, yeah, it's like a booby model dirty or something. Pool. Yeah. Um, but speaking of uh, speaking of uh, out of control narcissists, um, your man Vance Joseph. You brought up your man Vance Joseph. Paul Klee finally. did Paul Klee wrote. Finally a, did I was it. Going to bring it up. Paul Klee wrote a very. He wrote, he interesting wrote the exact same piece I wrote weeks ago, except way, way, with, way well, better. Well, way better. But he also he also had a part where he asked Vance Joseph sure. about it. He sure. directly asked him, and he said. You, it was a deflection. Is he all he said, got. he goes, you know, you said nothing happened, but you said you were embarrassed. So what's the deal? And then he, he I dodged, just want to get on with football. He dodged around it. So so that's where they're at. And Colin, I know this that was is a long your, time ago in the past. This is your crusade, but they have they have they have moved on. And uh, it's real easy to move on and just bury shit when nobody's going to ask you. about Absolutely, it, right? it totally. which is why I take my hat off to Paul Klee. But you know, they're just you know it. The story goes nowhere, and it leads nowhere, and it'll end up nowhere because institutionally football, and it's not just the Broncos, it's the University of Colorado too, they just got caught with their hands in the fucking cookie jar again last week. The AD, the president of the school, knew about some dude who's beating up some fucking woman, and and the entire organization covers it all up, and when Vance Joseph fucked up, they just moved him on out of town, and they covered it up too. People say, oh... Oh, well, there were never any charges filed, dude. There are never charges filed in these scandals that happen at universities because universities are really good at cleaning up the mess. And most times they are, except if you're like Baylor or something like that. But Baylor cleaned up a lot of messes they before they got before caught. Before they got caught. But it eventually comes home home to roost. But Woo-hoo. I think in, in Vance Joseph's case, and if, especially if you have a, a mighty, mighty uh, football team. Dude, beloved, he was a coach who fucked a student on campus. A coach who, who among fucked us, a student Who on among campus. us hasn't or would, wouldn't have wanted to do that? That's my whole thing. Of course, wanting so, to and actually I, I doing it in the steam room are two different things. I couldn't get one coach to fuck me on campus. <laughs> so, I tried. You tried. tried. Tried real hard. Um, but I, I, I think there's, there's merit. There's, 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 there's merit to, to recognizing it. But at some point after everyone has said, it's it's a it's a over and done with thing. It's it's we've moved on. We're never going to discuss it because I'll guarantee you that that they've probably told Paul, hey, we're not going to talk about this anymore. This was your one shot, and we're not going to talk about this anymore. I guarantee oh, I'm you. sure. Paul's so. piece was meant to be the death knell. What they the only way it goes any further is if a victim comes forward. True. Yeah. True. Which and then it's all bets are off. But you know, you wonder, you wonder what the situation is with that because or some they, women's group becomes. There involved. was testimony. There was testimony that they what they they document. Oh, this is what he did. Um, at some point, since it was, and, and granted, it's it's sexual assault, but it was more um, kind of like get your wiener out of here and go home, as opposed to you know a full on rape. It they're probably like. I, I don't want to I don't want to dredge this up anymore. Totally, you know. So totally, it yeah. probably will go away. So so my question to you, Colin, is when do you let it go? Um, as soon as, as soon as they go six and zero again. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's unfortunately probably probably that's a big a, part of it. That's a fair answer. That's yeah, probably. six and zero. Yeah, I love this guy. Probably. Love you, baby, Vince Joseph. You're the man. What what I leader want, of men. What I want to happen for me just once is to fuck up professionally. Mm. And somehow that leads to more opportunity <laughs> and more success. Failing well, up. Well, police department. 
<laughs> ah, I could become a very, very good Denver cop. Failing, failing up is exactly what um, it's insane. It, the, to tr- me. the troll Trump cabinet fail has failed up. It's, <laughs> failed it's their a, way right to the it's top. It's amazing. Like I've always been terrified to do anything wrong yeah. because if I like if I got caught, that'd be the end of my my career or my life or whatever. And, and we got a president who brags about his bankruptcies. It's in, yeah. It's like the more you. It, it's that other thing, like with successful people, the more you learn about them, the more I think there is something associated with once you get successful, you become some sort of you're, piece of shit you're in made. some way. And you do you do things that you think you can get away with, and a lot of these people do, and then we find out about it, and I just feel like everybody and then they get away with ever, ever, ever like respect, not everybody, but there's lots of people professionally i thought i respected and then you learn shit about them and it's not just vance joseph but it's like you i've lost respect for so many powerful people or influential people and it doesn't it seem like the more powerful and influential the person the more likely they are to have exactly part right well and there and there's a whole different there's a whole different strata from those of us powerful sitting men here. Powerful have been banging students oh, in hot, hot tubs for a long time. But there's there's a whole different level from us here to the coaches for the Broncos to U.S. Senators, and it just keeps going right. up from there. That um, you know those guys. There, there's a, you get a lot more. We were talking about strikes earlier, and you there's a lot more strikes you get. You most of us get maybe two, three strikes, but those people get, you know, four or five strikes. So they can, they can <laughs> right. keep going. So it's just a different, um, it's a different set of rules for those folks, I believe. So, but yeah, if you can fail up, it's wonderful. It's, it's a, it's a good thing. That is the American way right there. Yeah. So I've been trying to fail up for a long time. <laughs> well, speaking of failing up, Kyle Shanahan, uh, mm. moving on, moving on to become the head coach of the San Francisco 49ers. I, for one, remain fucking totally pissed off that he's not the head coach of the Denver Broncos. And I think, I mean, this is a kid who was around the facility when he was eight years old, um, right. who's got a relationship with everybody in the organization, on, the you're o- just, ownership. You're just upset that his only um, his only uh, mark on his record is that he might have had an inappropriate relationship with Chris Sims. Is that is that why? <laughs> is, that, is, that, is that why you're upset? Is his only inappropriate relationship is with that guy? I actually wanted, I, I'd like to have a tape of that. <laughs> that would be a good one. So. That would be a good one. Um, no, I, I I I hear what you mean, and you know with I why ugh, I think the Vance Joseph hire just I don't get it I don't fucking get it I let's I'll, surround him with really good veteran coaches because he has no fucking idea what he's doing <laughs> I'll say this like I think like I'm looking at this coaching staff right and it's supposed to be this all star cast of people and I watched all of their uh, press conferences or whatever from from yesterday I'm going to make a video about this tomorrow McCoy by far seems like the head coach of the team? Right. He seems like the, the guy ready for it. Here's something I think is very uh, – it, it's worrisome to me is Vance Joseph pronounced Bill Musgrave's name wrong oh. and uh, Brock Olivo's name wrong. So two of his coaches, he called Bill Musgrave Bill Musgraves. So he added an S to, to Musgrave's name. Maybe not a big deal. Kind, you kind of didn't call him Muskrat. You, you kind of think your head coach is going to be very uh, detail oriented. Brandon, right? you forget this is a CU education we're we're, we're referencing, so um, I have to remember that. And then uh, Brock uh, Olivo, he who's calls awesome by the way, Olivio, Olivio, Olivio. 
which the only reason I noticed is because I thought that was his name. And then I was like, wait, before I say this guy's name uh, in a video, I should look up how it's pronounced. I was like, there's definitely not a second I yeah, in this yeah, name, yeah. and it is Olivo. So I thought that was kind of weird. You're introducing your coaches, and you say two of their la- their last names wrong. I, I don't know. I, Maybe it's not a big deal, I, but... I when The part that, that the people that are listening to this didn't hear, I introduced you as Brandon Pernas. So, I, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I, I am guilty of it, too, I guess. Well, so. I accidentally said I was... Uh, I tweeted to Guy Incognito thinking yeah. that was uh, his Twitter. Oh, you thought it was Scott? <laughs> I thought that was Scott's They're Twitter. They're really interchangeable. You can't, you put them side <laughs> oh, by side, you wouldn't, tell, you wouldn't be able to same. tell the difference. Uh, so, peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. So, hey, I was uh, like, wait, that's not his Twitter. <laughs> love you, Marcelo. He, he, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he might as well be here, you know? So, um, Let's, uh, so let's wait. What quarter is it now? It's going to be the. So confused. We're, getting into the, we're getting into the second half right now. We're oh. gonna we're gonna we're gonna jump in. We're just uh, I'm I'm just shaving a little bit off just to kind of keep. Yeah, it, you are. Yeah, you got to shave it off, um, just to keep it tight. You know, <laughs> keeping it tight. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get into the second half right after this. Now you can do it. Sportique is where scooters come from. Right there at 160 South Broadway near the corner of Broadway in Alameda. And as the temp heats up outside, you should start thinking about riding a scooter this spring. 50cc machines don't require a motorcycle endorsement. You don't have to have a license plate. And you can park at a bike rack for free. Think about going to a Rockies game on your 50cc scooter and scooting away while everybody else heads to the parking lots when the game is over. I'm telling you, it is an absolute blast and it's a great way to get around downtown. Sportique, where scooters come from. Just sitting here looking at Robin Carlin's Instagram. 
God, may, may she rest in peace as part of the Denver God sports speed, media. Robin we Cron. miss you, Robin. I told her, don't forget about us when you become a big international superstar. You don't forget. And she said, I will always love you guys forever. She, and, she's very nice. She just, was, a she great, was, just a great, great She was always and, super nice to yes, us here. Yes, so. and, uh, and, and it never ceased to amuse me that... Uh, that she did a show on the internet called DP and it had nothing. To, it, it, it was all about sports. <laughs> that, well, that's yeah. true. That was awesome. It was good stuff. So yeah, I remember that set. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So Charles Oakley. Um, there's a picture of him. He's grabbing James Dolan. He's grabbing him, and and people are separating the the two. So it's a uh, pretty it must awesome. be a buddy of Mellows or something. Maybe, but you know what? Fuck Carmelo Anthony. Fuck that guy. It's so fun to see the strife. It, it's the same fucking deal there now, oh. except it's the team wanting to get rid of him instead and, of him wanting to get rid now, of the team. And now it's even worse because it's there's there's much more animosity. So that guy's a loser, and you knew this was going to happen, and it was only a matter of time. And so uh, LeBron James doesn't want him. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, the Bears don't want Cutler, and the Knicks do not want Carmelo. It's so, look at that. So you know, despite you know, it, we we don't we don't care who got rid of him. All we say is Denver knows when to get rid of these losers. So. Carmelo should go somewhere where he can be the fourth best player on the team, and just like Golden State, team like that can use a guy like Carmelo Anthony. They, just shut the fuck up and be the fourth best guy. You know, Andre Iguodala plays all of about fifteen minutes a game for that team. Very solid fifteen minutes every time too. Exactly. Uh, he and he's he's somebody that fills that role. I don't think he was ever was he. He was probably considered the guy in Philadelphia, but it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't really because it was not really his thing. But he was the guy here too. He wasn't the. There was other guys here at the time, but he uh, was the guy in Arizona for sure. He played. He played for Phoenix. No, in college. Oh, oh. Sorry, Brandon. I don't follow college sports at all. I don't either. <laughs> and that's <laughs> it's literally the only thing I know about him is that like, he you know they're coming to town Golden State, and I, and, I, and I'm I have to rest my voice so I can boo Iguodala. Mm. I'm I'm going. I'm oh, going good. there yeah, yeah. just to boo him. That's it. That's what. And uh, when my main man uh, Jokic got his uh, triple double, you are the number one Jokic I, fan. And thank you for recognizing. I was yeah. at the triple double game. Were you? Yeah. Yes, I was. And uh, the the stat they kept throwing out is that the the last one to get the last Nuggets player to get one was Andre Iguodala, and and most people uh, like me said fuck Andre Iguodala because that guy sucks. He's can, a fucking. Can I asshole. give you a Jokic stat here? Yeah, that, that's pretty amazing. Do. Well, I probably know it already, Scott. But oh, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> All right, this is pretty amazing. Uh, Nikola Jokic and I have the same birthday. Oh, wow, oh, yeah, that's pretty. So, cool. so who's the number one fan? Uh, you uh, could, yeah, you I, could I lay claim right you here. You could be um, lay claim. I've got a big announcement. Can I just oh yeah throw it out there real by all, quick? By all is, it, means. is it about who you share a birthday with? Even better, I now share Twitter again with Les Shapiro. What? I am unblocked. How? Unblocked. Wait, are you serious? What? Unblocked. How did this? How did this happen? Unblocked. I begged through Eric Goodman. You did not. <laughs> I did too. Oh, I set my. aside all of my shame. This is fucking sad as <laughs> shit. This is some sad shit. Dude. Wait, wait, wait. I, I don't know this. How did you get? Okay, blocked? we got. Oh, how did I wow, not? That's, I mean, that's we, a long were you, story. Were you a, ripping on Les? Oh, way long time ago. Way long time ago. We're talking Tebow, bro. Okay. I mean, this shit's gone on for years. I've been trying to get unblocked by Les Shapiro. It's like a game. It's 
it's blood sport at this point. So, <laughs> so, so I mean, for like for six years or seven years, I've been blocked on Twitter. Like since Twitter's inception, I've been blocked on Twitter. We went back and forth um, about Tebow all the time on Twitter, and then we had DMac in here, and he blew a giant gaping hole in the side of Les Shapiro. The, D, the DMac thing blew it. That's for where all we of both us. got. Yeah, blocked. we all, we both got blocked because of DMac. Because um, he took it out. He took it out on us and not DMac. He even blocked me, and I'm not even on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, he's blocked <laughs> lots of people. Yeah. So, so you, you, I, mean, I, I got unblocked. The unblocking happened today. I ceremoniously clicked the follow button, watched it function. Wow. Just glorious. Did he follow you back? Glorious. Probably not. And I wouldn't expect that right away. And I, in, with the following back thing, I go through this little dance with Mark Kisla, too, mm-hmm. where like I'll have him. For three or four days. And then I'll say something offensive and I won't see him again for three or four months. And then I'll see him again for three or four days. Because if I'm on a good tear, putting some quality material out there on the Twitterverse, uh, all of a sudden, Mark Kislow will follow me again for a minute. James Merrill does the same thing. Wow. Okay. He'll follow me for a minute and then, not, and then unfollow. Wow. Just so I know that I'm not back in his good graces. But uh, no, I don't expect Les Shapiro to follow me. But I'm I'm really excited to follow him again. I can't wait. I can't um, wait, you guys. I I, I always so say I always say, despite Les's many many flaws, he's he's a he's a very knowledgeable sportsman. He's a good Twitter user. And um and I I, I too would like to I would I too would like to follow him. But I'm not going to debase myself and beg to have oh, him Goodman, have him on Goodman's me. all upset too because yep. you went off on a tirade on him. Oh really? So he's what's your pal Reedy's deal? Yeah, what's I, uh, look, look don't don't come looking at me for trying to tell you what Reedy's deal is. Yeah don't don't that's don't, that's advice don't. for everybody that's, you, you want to know what reedy's deal is you ask reedy yeah that that's that's uh that's advice for everybody folks if you're listening out there so, but it's just, good to, you know it's good to, to reach to get that olive branch out it is, there it is nice to bring it is, us all back together it is again. nice to, to to resolve some things and, and you know and that's kind of one of the benefits of trump if you think about it is that it really it's kind of in a way it's bringing us all together again it's because true. if there's one thing i know about less <laughs> it's that he's no trump man right? no he is not uh the you know what I I hate the most maybe about Trump, and this is really selfish, but like making making like video content, I could rip on the Patriots and Tom Brady all I want, and then you get a few Patriots fans fuck you, who, dude. yeah, you're a piece of shit, you suck, yeah, yeah, fuck you, man, not fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> and now if if I make a joke about Trump in a video, oh my god, and not even like not even like a, a real political dig, you know what I mean? Just a, a throwaway crazy joke. hair. It is like there is at least three people on Twitter like, dude. Stick to sports. Ugh. You say something back, and they're like unfollowing you. <laughs> that, for, for, I I have made fun of so many people, and this is where you're gonna. And I, I can't make fun of this. And guy that's anymore? it, really. Like that's that's the one that the one that people get really set it's off crazy by. Crazy to me. Yeah, see, that's and that's what I hate about him the most. <laughs> yeah, I, can I can't joke it. about whatever I want. No, I can dig it. And I the the interesting thing I I have seen lately is all the people. You know, we all follow a lot of people that cover sports. That the big thing was like, no, I'm not stick. I'm not going to stick to sports. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about this because this is important. You know, there's shit going on, um, and and I and I do feel that. I think people should be able to voice their opinions. And there is an aspect of, well, I do come to this person for you know sports knowledge and 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 writing about that topic, but it, you should be able to make comments because right. it seems like it seems like in the last eight years. Um, if you had said something like that uh, against Obama, 
it would have rolled off everyone's exactly. back. But now it's like there's the sensitive snowflakes. They they can't take it when you say something about Trump. So they have right. to they have to chime in. And you're faced with the with the thing of like, well, I could tell these people to fuck off and keep yeah. going. But then you're like, well, do I want to alienate people or do I want to you know keep them watching my stuff? Yeah, because I, I said something real like passive to a, a guy. And this is like why I'm careful about it because then he sent me like a direct message like, man, I have supported you from like day one, watched all your shit. I bought like some of your shirts and you tell me like, like it was about a political thing. You say goodbye to me for this thing. I'm like, oh, then I felt bad about it. But then I'm like, I don't want to like try to censor what I say to appease certain people, right? No, you shouldn't. if it's a bad joke, that's fine. Most of what I write is probably shit. I can live with you saying that was stupid. That's, yeah. But like, when when people start saying, you need to show some respect for your president, those are the same people who were shitting all over the Absolutely. president before him. So it's, it's a weird... What, what you need to do here is you need to reference the Trump campaign videos, the commercials that were showing before your clips on That's Good Bro. Because <laughs> you, you may remember when I sent that to you and I went... Oh, you're like, hey, look at me supporting Trump, right? No, it's 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 a weird it's a weird there you go. See, I'm you're solving problems. You it's go. a weird thing because you're just kind of like all something you probably would have normally done just off the cuff, and all of a sudden it's a big deal. Here's the thing, though: people are very defensive because that batshit crazy motherfucker says something every day to make them look that much more wacko. Oh, yeah. And totally so am. there's a closing of the ranks where they're just like, I've got your back if you got mine, and we're going to have to oh, survive sure. this together because the the crazier Trump acts, the more boffo those people look. Well, I had I had I had people that like <laughs> you remember there was a guy that he was he was after me and you both and he called me a liberal fag. He called you a fag too, I think. And it was out of the blue and it was like it was like unfollowing you liberal fags and it was like i was like i was like one i don't know who you are and i don't care and then and then there was another guy who anytime i'd even say anything you know mild about trump like whoa what's this guy up to you know something stupid and then he'd be like oh man is your pussy hurt dude and then finally i just was like i gotta i gotta mute this guy because i can't i can't see this show up all the time and and uh anyway it felt good to mute him because i know he's out there screaming at me just going like you fucking pussy and uh, i'll never see it and it's awesome but it's even the most innocuous stuff, like just like, oh man, Trump's you know Trump's really really screwing up today, and it's like it's like fuck you, dude, and it's like it's yeah. like I just kind of go well, and it's different for me because that's just my 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 stupid Twitter feed. You want people to come and watch your watch your stuff, and you want people to to participate, um, but but you do kind of think about it for a second and go. Man, you know, am I gonna am I gonna like cast off a certain amount of people just because right. of this? But then I think, fuck those people. Yeah. Fuck those people if they're gonna actually think that's of, usually where you wind up. Actually, yeah. yeah fuck them. You know, fuck them. And and I because I mean I know plenty of people that I know through Twitter who are very conservative. They voted for Trump. And but I, can you be really conservative and think that guy's a lunatic? That's I, what I don't get. Yeah, I don't get that either. <laughs> it's like if 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 I if it were the same guy on. Only way far left. Right. Like super crazy Bernie rich guy. Right. And then started doing all this shit that I think is just horrible. I feel like I would be smart enough to say, this is fucked up. I would, yeah. This is not what I signed up for. But then, well, I mean, you looked at 
look at how he campaigned, you're like, well, maybe this that is, is what, what a lot of people signed fucking for. signed up well, for. And that's, and that's it, too. And what he's doing is he's coming with shock and awe early on these first few weeks. <laughs> I, heard I, that I, I, I honestly believe he just wants to he wants to set people so far off their axis they don't know what to expect next. Yeah. You know what? I, I, tying it back to sports is... Good idea. Yeah. But, that's a fine idea. But it's about this. I think I learned... Over the last few months, I have a lot more respect for NBA coaches than any of the NFL coaches. I like, started I, to lean that way too. I actually. think they 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 have they they relate to their players. They understand them. They have fifteen dudes, and five of them start right. And I don't know. So it's a family thing. Thinking what like uh, Popovich has said and what. Um, uh, Kerr. Kerr has yep. said, like, I respect the hell out of those guys because any NFL coach on anything like this is completely silent, right? Most of them probably supporting in a direction you disagree with anyway. But uh, I don't know. That, I, no, that's fascinating because it's almost the, but, the, it's the difference in the sport. Because in football, you're like, go out there and smash heads and fucking get a touchdown and don't complain. And in basketball, it's more of like, Hey, we're we're all working together, and, right. and granted, football working together too. But in basketball, it's more of a it's more of a ballet, and They're, it's a it's a black sport. True, yeah. The NBA so, is a black league, and so these coaches know they have to. So play. if if an NBA coach was like, oh yeah, I fucking love Trump. I think whatever he's doing is great. These players would be like, what? Huh? What? Well, really? I, that's why it was so shocking when George Carl's book came out because he said some really dumb, insensitive things about. You know about about players who were raised by their mothers. Yeah, and it came off as, dude, you you coached in the NBA. They sound about like people not having fathers and stuff. Not like having that. father yeah. figures and having to become that and move into that role. And there, be, I'm certain there's an absolutely everything you said is absolutely true. But it comes off in an insensitive and dumb kind of old white guy way when you're talking about the NBA. Hockey coaches, same thing. But it's all white guys and people from Sweden, so they don't really have to worry about that too much. So the guys from Sweden, they don't they're they're they they don't, you know, they, they live in Sweden in the off season. So they're they happy care. just to have shoes that aren't made out of wood. Yeah, they're like they're like, hey, when this is done, I'm heading off to Europe. We're gonna have to deal with this bullshit. Our you know? health care is free because we keep shoving our feet in these wooden fucking shoes all day. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, let's get into the fourth quarter. We'll bring it on home. We talk about whatever else we want to cover this is good stuff though see we started off shitty we picked it up we're we're, we're like the patriots we're bringing it home that's right we're, we're just as handsome as those patriots do too. your job john Dude, i'm doing my job finally fuck's sake uh let's get into the fourth quarter right about now at the same time i murdered many a line there's more than i can control coming out of my mind you'll know the words like girls singing i will survive andy cooper rock the microphone is all the way live check one two with the rapping, ha 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 ha. Now who's laughing? Needle to the record. With the scratching, ha 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 ha. Now who's laughing? Check one two. With the rapping, ha 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 ha. Now who's laughing? Needle to the record. Go. With the scratching, ha ha ha. You 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 knew I have. I've got a uh, headlines. <sighs> Mutiny Information Cafe is not just a bookstore it's not just a coffee shop or just a comic book shop or just a record store it's all those things and moreover it is a uniquely denver shopping experience you're not going to find it anywhere else broadway and ellsworth mutiny information cafe please 
Tell them the South Stand sent you. It's not Kanye, but did you see how Kanye has now refuted? He's refuted his support for Trump. Oh man! Um, Bummer. Poor Trump. Poor Trump. Sad. I can't sad. buy. It. Can't can't win. But um, you know, you'll see that happen more and more, and it, it, you have to make sure we understand the people who actually did support him. You know, and when they bailed out. So, um, you know, I was thinking. We were kind of talking about this earlier. I was funny. There's this tweet going around. You know, John. You know, John Taffer is. No, John I don't Tavers, know John Tavers. He's the bar rescue guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it was something like he said, like, you know, I'm shutting this, I'm fucking shutting this down or something like that. And uh, someone, and whether they're okay or not, were like, they said, this is obscene. Please clean up your language. There are women present. And he's like, fuck you. And so everyone's retweeting that. And, and I, was like, I was like, you know, that's really what we've come to. And I, I experience this often is just that sometimes you just got to say, fuck you. You know, someone's like, someone's like, I don't like what you have to say. You're like, fuck off. I don't want to... I, I, what part of fuck off did you not yeah, understand? I don't, don't want to... I don't even want to deal with you. So just fuck off. And then and then they can sit and scream and yell about it all day. That sounds then, like a great frog song. Fuck mm, off. Yeah, I like it. But it's always social media, right? Mm. It's never real life. No, no, absolutely. Because um, when you go to social media, you, you put stuff there because you want to hear other people agree with you. Absolutely. And I don't go to other people's shit to argue with them either. That's I think that's another thing I don't understand. Like maybe every now and then, if we're talking about football, somebody says something stupid. I'll I'll say yeah. I don't like, know. Like about- make Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback of all right. time. Right. If if like that crap. If I said something. If I said made a comment, and I think you know this was probably it was probably about Tom Brady. If I made a comment about something, and you just happen to go, well, I don't know about that. Blah 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 blah. I would. I would probably say, eh, okay, whatever, or, or talk to you about it because I have a relationship with right. you on that. But when somebody just comes out of nowhere and just starts fucking arguing with you, you're just like, fuck Why? Off. Yeah, fuck off, dude. I don't know who you are. I did not ask for this interaction, and and I don't I don't owe you anything because we don't have a relationship. So if someone I know says, ah, well, I think this, I'd be like, okay, cool. I might talk, chat you with, with you about it because I like you. Um, but then there's that person's need to to come out of nowhere. It's like they're it's like they're hiding in the shadows, <laughs> right. and, then, and then and they're just like, oh, now's my chance. And it's like, no, go back in the shadows. No one wants to hear from you because it's just it's it's unsolicited. And I and I, and I think that 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 uh, that fuck off and fuck you is um is I, I've never regretted it. Now, I, no, I mean it's it, I mean it's you know it's limited the growth of the podcast. I I, I know that for sure because I'm just as prone as I'm just as prone as you to pulling that trigger. And you know those people 
aren't inclined to listen beyond that point. Well, it's always and there's it's always last word guy too. And then so you can go you can start making fun of him going, eh, look at this, look at this bozo and you you know, you're not even directly interacting with him. And then they always have to come back and go, right. well, yeah, 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 and they have to say something. Well, and the way Mark Kisla always puts it is like, look, I'm here to have fun. Social media is supposed to be fun, and if you're gonna make it miserable for me, I have no motivation to continue this dance. Absolutely. And and you know, if I say something dumb or you oh, know, I, 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 I all I say is dumb it's shit. It's true. It is true. I mean, literally, like 90% of the shit I tweet is tongue in cheek. Right. And if people don't get that and they start firing back at me, I'm just like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah, it does. It should. It should be fun, and um, when it when it's not, it, it does become a drag, and it's almost like it's it's a job. And hey, I ain't getting paid for that. So, uh, so I you know, if you're gonna pay me, then I'll then I'll engage with you. Right. So otherwise, otherwise, fuck off. I think that's kind of what what we've gotten we've gotten down to. So. Otherwise, fuck off. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so we're yes, yes, well, Scott. Well, you know, I, I okay. So Brandon, <laughs> our, our guest here, Brandon Perna, uh, he did this video of the new yes. special teams coach right right that's what he, and and, and Brock I, new, new brock new brock i, 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 I just want to play this because i'm so fascinated this by guy's this guy. awesome I, I i am utterly just fascinated so did I'm you just, see this earlier today John? i have not seen it no oh, man. I, well, i'm just gonna just gonna play the audio from uh brandon's uh show here how cool are you? Okay, here we go if you're different and you make it how cool is that man <laughs> So, so this is him in his interview, or not interview, but he's being press conference. Press conference. Yeah. Like, how cool are Folks, you, man? Rock Olivo, special teams coordinator. I want to thank Vance Joseph for not only the six-hour grueling interview to test my fortitude with his boner, what not knowledge, but what not knowledge, but what not knowledge, but I got to tell you, he's got it was what like not knowledge. A father sending his son off school who just won a scholarship we're going to implement the philosophy that one down philosophy all right and we're going to have our identity andrew is going to be fast smart tough what was the toughest question you got <sighs> toughest question I, I i got was about um a lasagna dish that my wife makes she's sicilian and so coach was really no. Um, See, he was joking about it. There wasn't yeah. even a Probably, at the end of the day, when it comes to Sunday, the There's something going to go horribly wrong with the special teams this year. And so uh, I'm just you know, giving everyone a heads up. Is, is ever evolved. Brandon, oh, I love this I'm just guy. the latest. I'm just the latest. I, I, I'm intrigued. Hey, look, man, we're going to be simple. It, it we're going to be simple. It does fast. sound like a buddy you hard. know doing a bit. That's what it sounds like. This is acronym. Kill it. Keep it likable and learnable. Keep it likable and learnable. It's like Gary Busey. Our motto, and it's going to be on my office, is going to be cut it loose and have fun. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I'm going to teach you guys some uh, some Italian. Cut it loose and have fun is really, I think, what we should all be there. Anyway. That's really good. Good, good, good work. There. Yeah, it's good thank, stuff. Thank you for, for like letting that. me know about him. Um, yeah, Brock Olivo, interesting fella. He should be the only uh, coach allowed to speak at Dove Valley from for the rest no of the season. Shit, man. man, that guy after a tough loss is going to be great. That guy after a win going to be fucking even great. Better. Oh, yeah, even better. That's really yeah, that's interesting. Uh, maybe it it it, it has uh, instills a uh, a sense of confidence and a sense of horror. Right, I got, think. he's it's got a, some exactly. That's he's a, got some Spicoli in him. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. he does. It's, it's, it's yeah, it, it's, it's it might he might be perfect though for like special teams. Like yeah. that may be just exactly the type of guy you need. And like I'm gonna make fun of him, but I so far I like him. 
He's well, entertaining. It's a little crazy. It's a little funny. Um, but I'm gonna. I will support this guy all well, so, to, so, until he is head coach of the Broncos. Cut it loose and have fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, and his job is to send men to certain death. Yeah. So as a special teams coordinator, that guy. You know, he expects you to die. They asked him about, like, stopping Tyreek Hill. He's like... He made uh, another Italian joke or something. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. Hopefully he gets the flu. <laughs> flat tire. Doesn't right. show up to the yeah. game. <laughs> going to give him a flat tire. That was his answer. That's, that's uh, you know what? That's that that's um that's probably that's probably what most people should answer because, hey, he's not going to reveal his plan. Sounds right? better right. than bounties. Yeah, bounties. So, bounty uh, on him. Actually, I've, uh, I've uh, I'm offering rewards to my players for taking him <laughs> yeah. out of the game. That's awesome. I well, heard that happen once. We'll we'll see. I the the um the the Broncos seem very far off to me right now, and I know everyone loves the Broncos. Um, I I I am getting excited for the Rockies, especially this unseasonably warm weather is getting me real excited. Oh for man, the opening day is so close um, and yet so far. Yeah, yet, oh, so so close and yet so far. Um, the the Nuggets are um, the Nuggets are are playing decently. Yeah. Decently, I don't they? know. It's, yeah, everyone's kind of getting excited, but it's a done deal if they're playing a good team. If they're playing an upper 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 echelon team in the NBA, especially on the road. You know, you know they're going to get beat. I mean, it's just sad. They got beat tonight in Atlanta, and that's not even an upper echelon. No, team. they're not. So, no, um, I don't know. There's there's various things to be excited about. Trade deadline, the NHL. That's so exciting. That's, that's the one. NBA exciting. trades are exciting. Yeah. So I, I like trades. So do you think so we hope, keep Duchesne, or is Duchesne a goner? I think he's I think he's a goner if they can if they can get what they what they want for him. But that's sad. But we'll see. Yeah, it's sad, sad, sad. So, um, but you know, we'll, we'll talk about that down the road when but it becomes. You can't wait relevant. for it to happen for fantasy hockey Absolutely, reasons. Absolutely, yeah. crooked bastard. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it. Right. Still in first place, still, still riding that wave, He's twisting baby. his yes. evil mustache. <laughs> right um, but uh, Colin, I believe you have a little bit of uh, the headlines to yardlines. Well, yeah, I do, and you know, I don't know if Brandon's familiar with headlines to yardlines. But the idea is, you know, we get so lost in the National Football League, we lose track of what's going on in the world around us. So we combine NFL headlines with headlines from the world news for in one convenience package for you. <laughs> Headlines to yard lines. The province of Alberta, Canada has announced it's willing to accept more refugees from Syria if the federal government is willing to provide needed assistance. Meanwhile, plans for a Las Vegas stadium are on shaky ground, leaving the NFL seeking a place to house the Raiders. <laughs> Swedish police are investigating allegations that a woman was gang raped by three men as they broadcast the assault on Facebook Live. Antonio Brown, however, did not log on to the social media service when the Patriots violated the Steelers three weeks ago. According to officials at the Pentagon, the U.S. carried out a targeted drone strike in Yemen last weekend. These were the first such strikes to take place under President Trump. And Sunday, another of Trump's drones struck targets Julian Edelman, Martellus Bennett, and Chris Hogan in the Super Bowl. Offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan's insistence on throwing the ball rather than keeping it on the ground late in Super Bowl 51 may have led to Atlanta's demise. Also, Yemen has asked the United States to cease ground operations in that country after anti-terror raid authorized by Donald Trump killed several civilians. Mitsubishi Aircraft Company said Monday it doesn't expect to deliver its first airplane until 2020, two years later than scheduled, 
the fifth time in less than eight years the company has pushed back delivery plans for its jet. The Cleveland Browns have also failed to deliver through the air for nearly a decade and have designs on drafting a quarterback once again in the first round. That's headlines to yardlines for February 8th, 2017. Thank you. Very good. good. It's good stuff. It's real good stuff. It's just hard. You know, there's so much going on in sports and the world. I like how much I learn. From those well, that's segments. the whole idea. I mean, there's yeah. it, it, you, a lot you, to learn about. I learned. Yeah, you want to learn a little bit and, you know, tie it back into the sports knowledge. We, you know, th- lately this show has been, you know, a lot of uh, politics, a lot of like race and things like that. Very serious stuff. And, uh, you know, but you got to You got to bring it back. You got to circle it back to the sports eventually. So you got to talk about something that doesn't matter. That's right. Yeah. You got to stick to sports. You know what I'm saying? So oh, it's funny, um, too, because there was a time in my life where I was really, really passionate about politics and it drove me crazy and it broke down relationships I had around me. And at some point I was like, you know what? I could just not give a fuck That's about yeah. that anymore and pay attention to sports. And I made that decision. But then certain things happen that you just can't ignore. Yeah. It. Both both situations, you you have to learn to let go. Like <laughs> let God, <laughs> you gotta let, let go. Like the the Patriots win. I just remember there was like an hour afterwards. I just felt sick to my stomach. I was just like, oh. like election night. <laughs> no election night. I felt sick to my stomach every morning. I woke up for like a week. Yeah, yeah. And then it kind of dissipates, and then inauguration happens and you remember that sick feeling again mm-hmm. and then you it started over again there you know what sports both, is easier you know what both days had in common i swear to god the morning after election night and the morning of the inauguration i had to pull over on my way to work because i was so emotional i couldn't deal <laughs> really? on the morning after the it never happened to me that night i stayed up till like midnight watching those results roll in following morning i'm driving to work and i had had a lot to drink the night before Mind you, I'm driving. To, mind you, I'm driving to work the following morning, and I got to this little parking area, a wash park, and I just had to pull off because I was losing my shit. Listening to KOA recap the election, I was just losing my mind. I was like, "Oh my god!" And I'm heading into work, and I don't want the people at work to see me this way. So right. I just sat down, I pulled over to the side of the road, and I just let it go, and I gathered myself back together, and then I went to work. And then morning of the inauguration, I drove by a sign on Logan Street that said, this is a sad day. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, my God, it sure is. And I was listening to the inauguration live on KOA, and the same fucking thing happened. I just broke down. I was just like, oh, my the cri- God. The crickets this from is, not I having love, anybody there. Was- I love this country. I love it deeply, and I've always been a very patriotic person, and I've always been a flag-waving, Bruce Springsteen American, and this is just making me sick to my stomach, this whole thing. It's awful. I haven't had a, like any of that happen, but I did, like, about a week and a half ago, I woke up, like, kind of like, you know, three o'clock in the morning and just kind of was awake and, and really, and just got a case of the horribles and just kind of right. went and just went, Oh, and I just went, Oh, and it was dark and it was quiet. And I just, I felt like, Oh, and I just thought I better go back to sleep. Cause this is a bad feeling. I kind of flip flop between that and laughing at the whole thing because it's especially on Facebook. It's, it's a comedy. It's just comedy. Oh yeah. It's pure comedy. Like, like, like after the, this this crazy Betsy DeVos woman was named the, right. the Secretary of Education, even though she has no fucking idea what she's doing whatsoever. Um, somebody on my Facebook stream was said, 
It said, rest in peace, public education. <laughs> I was like, okay, 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 okay. Who's stupider, her or you? <laughs> the, I, the thing I saw today was it was just a, a picture of Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons, and it just said, I'm Secretary of Education now. <laughs> Very simple. I've just fucking laughed. Oh, yeah. the best I thing like, I saw. That's great. Good. It's that's good stuff. The best thing I saw was a tweet, and it was this little conversation. It was like, okay, what cabinet position is next? Um, secretary of using a blaster well. And then... Um, and then Stormtrooper speaks up and says, I'd like that position. And you know, because you know, they never right. hit a yeah, target. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I think that stuff. was that that um, uh, that Bucky Blackhead or Blackworld or whatever. Whoa, whoa. That good good account. Good oh, funny okay. account. Um, let's let's wrap this up so we can uh, we can get everyone out of here. Reasonable time. You um, mean before the kitchens close at all the bad uh, restaurants absolutely. on the way home? So yeah. you can you can get your you can get your grub on. Um, Brandon, I I, I want to make sure you come back soon when we have we have a little more sports to discuss, um, right? And not so much Trump because while I love discussing the 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 issues of the day, it does get it does get depressing. So it's better to discuss uh, right. Vance Joseph, which is not depressing at all. There's and, new Trump stuff to talk about every, uh, single, every day. single day. You could talk every, about it every day. Before so. we go, let me ask: is is a round table? Let's. This is a rectangle. I don't know if you okay. Is a is a rectangle table. The law will judge you. Is evil taking over the world? And I'm talking patriots here and everything else. Evil has um, always, it's always, uh, it's always, it's always present. It just depends if it's if it's. Um, if it's let, if it's uh, if the gate has been opened or if it's been closed, and uh, right now I think the gate's open, and um, it's it's been it's been roaming around a little bit more than it's used to, but it's always around. It's not all of a sudden the world isn't evil. It's it it's always been evil. There's always bad people. They're just given a little bit more a uh, little bit more rope, and um, I think it's, you're seeing a little bit of that. So you just gotta weather the storm, and hopefully uh, too many people don't die from pre-existing conditions. <laughs> Evil's just gotten a few more wins recently. Yeah, exactly. They're on a streak. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not it's no more than it's no more than, you know, it's 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 always present, it's always happening, it's always happening, but um I think that uh, you're just noticing a little bit more and I think that they're they're given a little bit more room to roam. So. It's uh I mean I think most people are good, right? There there's a lot of bad shit, a lot of bad things that happen out there, but for the most part, even like the crazy people who want to believe everything that Trump does is good, um, let's say there, there's a there's a percentage of those people are probably shitty people. But for the most part, I think most of those people get through their day to day treating the people with, they interact without with without dragging a fag behind their pickup. Exactly. If, like if you gave them, if you if you gave them, if it came down to it, and you said you need to make this decision, you know, right right or wrong. They would probably make the right decision right. if they kill were like, the homo, they were like this, this, this Iraqi baby is about to be dropped into a vat of acid. Um, <laughs> what do you do? And they'd be like, well, look, I fucking hate those Iraqis and I don't want them in my town, but I'm going to save it from falling in the vat of acid. They would do that. Yes, I believe. Even it. if it has to, to, to pee next to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think most people make. You can right pee next to me, Iraqi. But there's that a lot a of good, people. a good red hat. Yeah, there you go. That's good. Um, so anyway, that's the. I, I hopefully. That but we also live in a pretty good city too. Yes, we that's do. the thing that. Uh, that's, that's a good point. Always well worth keeping in mind. It's hard to like, I don't know, 
put yourself in the situation of where shit's bad when in Denver, a lot of things are going well. Crime is pretty low here. Yep. Besides like home prices going up. Um, that's the real trash. That's the real yeah, atrocity. Yeah, the, yeah. A total atrocity. Yeah. But, you know, if you don't look through life through a screen and you're just looking at us sitting here and having a good time, right? Life's good. Hell right? yeah. It's awesome. So uh, there's a saying, ignorance is bliss. And, you know, maybe it's time to uh, embrace the ignorance. Yes. That is one way to look at it. Yeah. That is one way to look at it. Well, I had a, I had a guy from St. Guy moved here from St. Louis after he spent grew up, grew up his entire life in St. Louis, and because uh, Coloradans don't even know what a racist is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. They've never seen the real the real ones. So yes, there's far worse places yeah. to live. So we we live in this. Uh, people always talk about, oh, you live in a liberal bubble, and it's kind of like, well, we do kind of live in a bubble here because it is nice. And granted, it's a lot of white people, but you know, everyone, it's kind of like, you know, someone walks. Even the to, black people are white. Here. Even the black people are white. And someone in a headscarf walks down. That's the, street. the way we like it. Like I've never seen. I like it fine. I've never seen anyone like shouting down like a, a woman in a burqa. Like I've never seen that. And I and I'm I'm like I'm like on the alert for it. I'm ready to react. I'm ready to fucking get in on get in on that. I'm like I'm gonna fucking. You'll tangle. I'm gonna tangle. You know, because uh, I'm not gonna let that happen. But I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I'm not yeah. gonna see it happen. So, right. um, but you know, so I guess we're we're blessed to live. Here, I didn't so. know racism was like a real like it was real until we moved to Wichita, Kansas. Oh yeah, when I was. Yeah. 13 then i was like oh these people aren't just making jokes about things yeah they're like, they're real about it like they they really hate people for no reason <laughs> that was my first like experience of being like oh okay we, okay so that's what that <laughs> well, is, that yep, is yep. i heard about that at school the, and they're, they're they're more religious out here supposedly <laughs> you never know you never know. It takes all kinds. So it's crazy. Hey, uh, let's let's wrap it up, and um, we'll 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 do another one soon. We'll get you we'll get you back in here, and uh, we'll get this uh, we'll get this whole. I'll thing. I'll be back in uh, August. Uh, August. Okay. <laughs> we'll see you then. Okay. I, I don't pay attention to anything else but Broncos and um, the uh, Pornhub links. Colin it, Spencer. Hey, you know what? We could show. talk about that in um, in no, probably not, June. I don't think this Actually. is really her first time. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, but thanks again, Brandon. We, we appreciate you coming in and uh, and uh, talking with us. It's been a good show. It's been enlightening. We always like to sit and talk about things that you know maybe they don't necessarily deal in sports. But hey, stick to sports anyway, buddy. It's okay. better, yeah. Stick to sports, bro. <laughs> it's better if the conversation just flows. Absolutely. So uh, good times, gentlemen. Um, let's uh, let's get out of here, and we will uh, we'll get back at it real soon. So um, until next time, this has been the South Stands make Denver Fan Cast. Adios. Please, me. We love you, Denver. Get out of my life. Fuck off. Get out of my sight Cause I don't need your BS tonight For all those who say Make me happy My door's locked My phone's unplugged Go away Fuck off Get out of my life, fuck off Get out of my sight Cause I don't need your BS tonight
Podcasting from the Sportique Studios. <laughs> I knew I wasn't ready. Podcasting from the Sportique Studios via the Rocky Mountain West, the Queen City of the Plains, a mile higher than the rest, a purple mountain majesty jammed between the nations. Oh, yeah! This is the South Stands Denver Fantastic. Yeah. I'm Dylan Daniels with producer Scott Stanford, <laughs> the videographer responsible for the deaths of many radio stars. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. And you. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone doing out there? South Stands Denver Fancast. We're back for more. Um, it's going to be a good one. We've got uh, we got plenty of plenty to talk about and plenty of fun to uh, to have with uh, with our guest Brandon Pern is back with us again. Uh, welcome back, Brandon. It's nice to see you. Excellent. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, it's it's good stuff, and uh, we're gonna have a good time tonight. And uh, it's not too cold in here. It's just about perfect. It's, it's really nice, you know. It's uh, oh, so awesome. I love it. Nice. Keep it up. Keep it up, Mother Nature. Um, until you know, once the EPA is disbanded, and uh, and everyone's gonna um, it's gonna be gonna so die. warm after this. So, so warm nice. After yeah. that. I love it. So good stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, but yeah, we got, we got a few things to talk about. Um, but uh, the main thing was that Super Bowl, that crazy-ass Super Bowl. Um, you know, people, I was saying, we talked about this last week. I said, oh, I'm not going to watch it. And everyone's kind of like, whoa, really? And I said, yeah, and just kind of bur- I was kind of burned out, like from the Broncos the way they ended with uh, just kind of once the playoffs ended with the Patriots being in there. I just was like, I don't really care. But I did watch the second half, and um, it was it was pretty glorious. I I enjoyed it. Um, even got to watch a little Lady Gaga. So um, I I thought it was I thought it was good. Uh, Colin, how did you how did you spend your Super Bowl Sunday? Well, it turned out to be really really cool uh, because nobody showed up. I had a not a party, but I had a couple buddies invited over, and you know so I had the, the meal prep all done. Everything was ready to rock and roll when they canceled. So that's pretty it. weak. They canceled on you. Canceled on me. Now early, fairly early in the day, so you know at least I was prepared. But it turned out to be awesome because. Everything was done, and I had everything I needed around me. I had cooler for beer. I had good food, and uh, I went and got some uh, some wings, but we smoked and fried wings from the Rose. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they had this uh, takeout deal on wings, so I did three pounds of those. And, uh, you know, I've had lunch for the beginning of the week, but the fact that I was able to watch it probably more attentively than I've ever watched the Super Bowl before certainly played into it. But, you know, John, it was the best football game I've ever seen. 
And I mean that with every word of that. I love a comeback. Um, I, I just, from what I saw, I said this is a Twitter you made me into a Brady fan, which I never would have expected. Um, I've always, I've always been <laughs> shaking Curtis, their heads. It was, it was, it was every superlative you could possibly extract. Uh, I think applies. It was absolutely fantastic. It was it was it was really the second half was great and uh, it was ama- it was amazing. Great is not the word. Well, no, okay. Yeah, look, if you look at it, if you look at it, yeah, I want I wanted the I right. wanted the Falcons to win. Yeah, even no, 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 no. I didn't I didn't want it. I just kept going. If the Patriots get the ball, they're scoring, and the Falcons are not going to stop them. Every time that once that was rolling, Brandon, you saw it happen. It was an incredible game, but obviously, you know, we don't we don't want the, the Patriots to win. It's a it's a double edged sword. Now, a couple things I think happened uh, for me. A lot of people I've heard say they, they try to say that it wasn't a good game. It was a, a, a second half was good. I could. I agree with Colin. I think it was a very good game. The first half of that game was the, one of the best Super Bowl experiences I had. Watching the Patriots just get punched in the fucking <laughs> yeah. mouth made me very happy. Uh, and then, a little less happy. And then, of course, the, the, the comeback happened, right? And I will say, it did not make me all of a sudden like Tom Brady, like it did Colin. But <laughs> it made me respect him a little more because... He, he didn't play great that first half. Uh, Edelman drops a couple passes that first half. Hogan drops a pass that first half. But the team came together in that second half. And they, that, their uh, final touchdown in regulation, was that the one where they went 91 yards? They had a really long drive. Tomorrow. I think so, yeah. And there's like five minutes left or whatever. That's impressive. It's very impressive. Super Bowl. Drive down 91 yards. Regardless of how much I fucking hate Tom Brady, I was like, <laughs> If they, if they score here, that's that's crazy. And, and that was fun to watch. Even though midway through that drive, I think I just flopped on the floor with my face in the ground. And just listened to a few of the plays. It really it was, and I and while while the the Falcons were blowing them out, I was like, this is a victory for all Americans. This is awesome. And then and then that fact to have. To have that happen is just so it's so deflating. Hey, <laughs> and um, what was funny is then. Uh, Pat's fans, like two days later, were picking up that tweet and like retweeting and going, "Yeah, buddy." And I was like, "No, no, no, no. That's not what I meant. I didn't mean that at all. I don't. I don't mean that the Pat's victory is a is a victory for all Americans. It sucks, but it really was amazing. And I just think that like we could see it happen. We saw like, oh, the Falcons can't move the ball. Patriots get the ball, score. Falcons can't move the ball. Patriots score." We know it's happening. The Falcons had to know it's happening too. They had to be like, well, oh, they were on the on the field. So the defense was on the field. They were tired. Um, it, I don't know. It was, yeah, it was stupid. Were, the the play calling was the horrible. The Patriots ran 97 plays to Atlanta's 48. It was it was easy D. It was easy D. That's easy D. That's that's what uh, that's what uh, what Tom Brady was looking at some easy D. Um, aside from the game, hey, you know, they, if, if Kubiak was coach and they were up that many points in the second half, there's no way they would have ever lost. He would have ran the ball straight into so the line. Yeah. He would have drained it. He would have 
Would he have thrown the ball when they're down on the 25-yard line? No, Absolutely. Almost anyone would have won that game. I mean, it was you you kneel on the ball, kick a field goal. So the the How does that you. make you feel about old Kyle Shanahan now, uh, Brandon? If, uh, you know, they, they say, oh, boy, he really kind of blew that because uh, he's calling the plays. Do you think that was uh, – that was on him. Do you think it it, uh, it kind of makes everyone feel a little better about the Broncos not selecting him? Um, yeah, I mean, I think that first half, everybody was like, oh, Well, I mean, mistake. And then, uh, you know, a little bit of four game and everything, but it's on him, but it's on the whole team. What Absolutely. They're calling the pass plays or runs. I mean, the team has to go out there and execute it. And I believe the first run that the Falcons did after halftime was like a four or five yard box, wasn't it? They pitched it out to uh, Devonta Freeman, uh, the first play. So maybe they, they assumed that they weren't going to be able to run the next second half. But I think it's really easy for us not being there coaching football to say they should have done this, they should have done that. Well, and I noticed something. Early on in the second half, no more than two minutes in, and I tweeted it, and I retweeted my tweet today, which is, right now, uh, the Patriots are all over the place, and Atlanta looks like a team with a ton of one point lead. The Pats were fired up, and they came out of a locker room with banging helmets, fired up, um, hustling, and you could see Atlanta just already in kind of a day, so that was really, really Here's Here's what happened. makes that more insulting, is that... They were down twenty-eight to three at, at halftime, right? And they in came, the beginning of the third quarter. And then they came back and won the Super Bowl. When the Broncos were playing the Seahawks, they were down a lot too, and they, they did not come out banging helmets and fired up. And that's that's where I think uh, the coaching and Tom Brady and that whole organization, love them or hate them, mostly hate them. That's where that comes in, and that's 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 why it's impressive. And every every great victory we see in a football game requires a little bit of luck. Crazy. Don't remember. Oh yeah, right to him. Yeah, yeah. There was a bunch of those near the end that could have been intercepted. And it's and that's not like I'm not saying that to take anything away from the Patriots, but. When you're down by that many points, you need some of those things to happen, and they all happen. You know what it reminded me of was the AFC Championship last year, and the the Patriots needed like every single thing to go their way as they were coming back against the Broncos. And it pretty much did. I mean, they had fourth downs where they're getting uh, yeah, first yeah. down. Yeah, it was close. And, uh, and then it all came down to that two-point conversion, which they did not get. And this time, they got both two-point conversions. So, I mean, every single thing happened perfectly. So, so game aside, you know, everyone's talked about the game all week. And what what else, like, surrounding it did you like? Um, you know, commercial-wise, Lady Gaga. I like the halftime I couldn't hear it. I was in a restaurant. But um, I certainly enjoyed her outfits. They're fantastic. Um, I, I was reading that people were like, they were body-shaming Lady Gaga because she, she had a little pooch hanging over. And I was like, look. She's lean and mean, baby, and I think she's probably um, has way less body fat than, than most Americans, and probably a lot of Americans, and I just didn't really get that. But uh, well, she, she's a badass, and, and they don't really show it. And uh, she sang two songs that weren't missing. I was stunned. I couldn't believe it. Because with all that production, 
Well, how do you know? Did they, did they announce that? Like, these songs are not lip syncs. You can tell. You can just tell. There, she did two songs out of piano. Mm-hmm. And those two songs, she sang her actual human voice. And she did like the she did like the leg, the crotch thing that uh, what's her name used to do, Tori Amos. She did that. That was real nice. I appreciate that little nod to Tori Amos. Um, did she jump off into the thing? Because I know I know at the end she jumped off the thing. Yeah. But it, how did she get in? Did that she? Was it was. Yes. Well, it was. I know. I know. Her jumping in. I didn't see the very beginning. Yeah, I so. see because she was on wires, right? She, was on she, wires, she yeah. can't jump. They would have like it would have like you know dislocated her hip if they. Well, yeah. she wasn't on wires at that point. Because hmm. when she gets down to the stage, the wires come off. Oh, they did. At the beginning. At the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The she caught the ball. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet, man. You know, and, and it is a lot of pressure. Because what if she what if she she bobbled it? They'd call it not a catch. I don't have any. I don't have any. Not a lady. Lady Gaga man. But he starts with this thing where I found myself not being able to turn away. She was supposedly uh, supposed to um, uh, perform a satanic ritual during, during that time show. I didn't see that. I don't know if you guys caught any of that. I, I was really hoping for it. I thought that would have been... She also handled the politics thing really well. At the very beginning, because she's very politically active and has a lot to say. And, and I think people were fearful that she would. And at the very beginning, she said, hey, basically, hey, America... I'm in the mood to feel good, but I bet you are too. So let's all just feel good together. And basically, she was saying, let's forget about all what, this. And, and, that's, and that's cool. That's cool. But what she should have done is she should have um, pulled down her pants to expose a penis and started masturbating and said, take this, Donald Trump. And that would have been a good political statement, I think. And everyone went, whoa, and whoa, you know what I mean? Definitely would have gotten America's attention. I, I, think, I think it would have gotten America's I'm not so sure if there was not a satanic ritual, because that may explain the Patriots' comeback. Oh, oh wow. Good idea. She did. Yeah, if you play it backwards, yes, if you play it backwards, you hear, like, wake up, our Dark Lord, and please help help Handsome Tom win. It's all back masked. <laughs> Like that. That's that's what happened. Yeah. I think we need to investigate that. That's a, that's a good idea. Um, watch the Super Bowl. Yes, watch it backwards. Yep. Um, the ending's way better that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, but you know the whole the whole experience. You know, you were planning to have uh, you, you know some some people to watch it with. So you you kind of you can you can watch the commercials together. But um, I didn't. I didn't really pay attention to that. Usually I do. I used to like write a thing where I'd be like, "Hey, I'm gonna write about the commercials." And um, there were some good ones that I think I, that I saw. So. Did you see the one? Yeah, with the with the immigrant. Yeah. That immigrant, dirty immigrant, bringing his beer. Uh, Cohen Brothers had a commercial. Oh, what was it for? It was uh, Mercedes Benz with uh, Peter Fonda when he was at the uh, biker bars. Oh, that was a Cohen Brothers thing. Yeah, the Cohen Brothers did that. Oh wow. See, I thought I didn't know Peter Fonda was alive, so I thought it was a CGI Peter Fonda. And then, you know, they, like, reanimate him, like Princess Leah, you know. It kind of looks like they did. Yeah, they, they kind of did. So, did you like any of the, anything stuck out to you, Brandon? Um, the, the one commercial I talked about, I like the uh, the rise of, you know, the T-Mobile commercials with Kristen. Yeah. Like, the s That was a little, that was, that was pretty crazy. I think they did the that's I think that's I think that's what they're going for. <laughs> yeah. 
and I, that's that's all they can hope for that they that they if they got to one person, just one person to. Mm. In both, in both, like your cock and your phone. Wow. Yes, I, 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 I ascribe to that. I ascribe to that. That is ooh. synchronicity. Um, I like awesome. that tagline. Living the dream. T-Mobile. It's great. Living the dream. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about phone carriers. I was like, T- tell me more. Um, yeah. Uh, hey, let's take a quick break. We'll uh, get into the. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into the second, uh, the second quarter. We can. I don't know. I'm gonna talk some sports. Whatever. Whatever's on your mind, Brandon. We'll get to, and uh, we can, uh, we can tap into that rich vein of of meaty goodness. So, uh, take a quick break. Be right back. See, the music isn't showing up. No, no, it's showing up, but it was very quiet. Oh, wait. Am I still talking? Am I muted? You're muted. Huh. I hope you're. He just died. So, my waveform is big, and these guys was not very big. But I'm hearing it. Are you hearing it? Okay. Yeah, so that just killed it. It's weird. It's like... No, but now it jumped back up. I have no idea. Is well, somebody, the mics are muted. It's still going. There's. Hello, hello, hello. Someone's not muted. No, 